Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about age and fat loss and whether why there's a belief that fat loss tends to be a little bit harder as you get older, and we're going to debunk why that is and how to handle it, so make sure to stay tuned until the end. So I'm going to start with the foundation of how the body functions so you can have a better understanding of why fat loss gets a little bit harder as you get older. Uh, fundamentally, we need to understand this. You've probably heard me share this multiple times on podcast episodes, but fundamentally, your body is an adaptation machine. So it'll adjust to whatever stressors you give it because its primary goal is to survive, right? Reminder that your body does not care if you're trying to get leaner, if you're trying to have bigger biceps, you know, bigger legs, whatever it may be. It just wants to live for a long time and not die. So understanding that whenever you give your body a certain you know, calorie deficit, it'll get used to it. When you give your body a specific set of exercise, eventually get used to it. It'll become more efficient at performing that thing. So when you go through a fat loss process and you create a calorie deficit, right? Because that's the number one way to do that. You create a calorie deficit through your nutrition or you increase your energy output, which therefore will put you in a deficit through your exercise, through cardio, through strength training, or any other form of exercise that you enjoy doing, once you basically, it's a form of starvation. It's a controlled form of starvation. So by going into a calorie deficit, your body basically freaks out. All it knows, all it thinks is that it's in the middle, middle of the desert and you haven't been able to find as much food as you usually do. And so your body goes into basically preservation mode, right? It thinks, okay, if only this little amount of energy is coming in, and all this energy is coming out, right? Because you're living your day-to-day, -day, you're potentially exercising, you're already doing all these things. Your body will go, okay, what do we need to get rid of that is using a lot of our energy? So potentially, right, you might have a little bit less hand gesture, maybe less expressive, might blink less, might have less steps, right? less energy throughout the day to kind of move around. Those are really small things. But on the bigger side, muscle mass is not essential to life, right? You can be very skinny and have very little muscle mass and still be able to live for a very long time. And muscle mass takes a lot of energy to preserve. That's why when you look at big bodybuilders, they have to eat so much to help to even just sustain the amount of muscle mass that they have. And so if your body thinks, okay, we won't have access to this much energy for a while, well, let's get rid of the muscle. Your body can convert fat into energy faster than it can convert muscle into energy. And so if it wants to store energy, it's going to store it at fat and not as muscle. And muscle is more demanding. Therefore, it's going to let go of it. That's what you basically call a catabolic state where your body is going to basically get rid of its muscle. So by putting yourself into a deficit, you're going to um, require from the body to let go of some of these things that are non-essential. So when that happens, your body will let go of some of the muscle. You're going to let go of some fat as well, right? Because naturally, it's going to come throughout the process. So if you go in a big calorie deficit, your body will adjust to that deficit by adjusting whatever it needs to adjust in order to be able to survive. Again, it doesn't know that you're trying to lose fat, be healthier, and have a better body. 
Same thing goes for your exercise, right? Your body's going to adjust to the exercise that you're going to be doing. If you think of efficiency in terms of workout, you can compare a marathon runner and versus someone that's just trying to lose weight. A marathon runner is very efficient with the fuel that they have. Their body is very efficient at performing the specific thing. So it's basically like a Prius. When you think of fat loss, you want to have a Hummer. You want to be extremely inefficient with your workout and nutrition in a way where your body just burns through everything that's going to allow you to burn more calories. So if you give your body the same training over and over and over again, eventually it'll become efficient at it, meaning you'll burn less calorie to perform this specific movement. If you're training for performance, for triathlon, for marathon, for any specific sport, efficiency is a beautiful thing because it's going to allow you to push harder and burn less energy doing it. So you can go harder for longer and eventually allow you to perform, increase and win races. On the flip side, if your goal is fat loss, you don't want efficiency. You want to burn as many calories as possible throughout your exercise. That's why I see a lot of people doing the same workout for more than four to six weeks, right? After six weeks, they don't change their workout. They do the same workout for three months, six months in a year, and they wonder why they've plateaued. Your body got adjusted to whatever thing you were doing, all right? So that's why it's important to constantly change your workout. We change our workout for members every single four weeks to basically eliminate that plateau phase, your body doesn't have as like barely enough time so that you start to get stronger in some of your lifts. And then as at the fourth, fifth week comes about, your body starts to get used to it. So we change up the workout for something slightly a little bit harder. So it has to become a little bit fitter and it continues to be inefficient. That's the importance of changing your workout. Stop doing the same workout over and over again. So now that we understand that the body will adjust whatever you give it to from a nutrition standpoint, from a, nutri a training standpoint, Fat loss is basically the art of tricking your body into only losing fat and not losing muscle and building muscle. It is an art to do that because and there's a lot of bad coaches out there that'll just starve you and make you do a ton of cardio. If you do that, you're going to lose a lot of muscle with it. You're going to lose some fat, yes, but you'll basically end up being a lighter, skinnier, fluffier version of what you are right now. And I'm pretty confident that's not your ultimate goal, especially if you're listening to the Fit Vegan podcast. You want to be fit to a certain extent. You don't want to be a just lighter version of what you look like right now, right? Because ultimately, the number on the scale is completely irrelevant if you don't have the body that you want. So your body will adjust to everything. It will also adjust to the process of fat loss. And so... If you're, you know, 18 years old and you've never been in a deficit before, you're eating, you know, enough food to sustain what you're doing, potentially a little bit more calories, you've put on some weight and we put you in a fat loss and if in a deficit and a little bit of exercise, your body's going to start melting right away because that process is brand new to your body. It's never been in a deficit before, right? It doesn't know how to handle it. So it goes like, wow, there's less food coming in, just burn through everything through exercise and with less energy that's coming in through nutrition. But your body will build resilience and resistance to that process the more often you do it, right? Most people don't do fat loss the right way. If you're currently struggling with losing the weight, that tells me that you haven't done fat loss the right way because you're still struggling with it, right? Our goal for our members is to make this the last program they ever have to do. So we want to teach them how to do the fat loss properly, how to speed up their metabolism post-transformation through reverse dieting, and how to live sustainably from there so they never have to worry about the weight coming back on again. That's what we do with our program. So if you're still struggling with your weight, I know for a fact you didn't do it well or else you wouldn't be struggling with your weight right now. If you go through that fat loss phase, most people will cut a ton of calories. You're going to do a ton of exercise. Um, and then they're going to lose some weight, right? You're going to see some success in being lighter on the scale. Um, and then on average, it takes about six months to a year. Once you're done your fat loss phase, most people put the weight back on in more within six months to a year after their fat loss phase. So 
as you're going through this deficit, your body goes like, oh, okay, we we're again, we're in the desert. We don't have access to much food. We have to be careful now. When you're younger, it's the first time your body doesn't know how to deal with it. So it's very inefficient. But what happens as you get older and you go through that process often, AKA yo-yo dieting, right? Just weight goes up and down, up and down. You've been gaining and losing the same 20 pounds for the last 20 to 30 years. Well, as you go through that process more often, your body gets accustomed to it, right? Its whole job is to adapt to things that could threaten its survival. And so by doing that process often, your body becomes more resistant to fat loss. So when you go and put yourself in a deficit, let's just say you have, you know, 10, 20 years of trying to lose weight, never being successful, trying drastic ways, putting the weight back on again. Well, when the next time you go into a deficit, your body might just be like, whoa, let's just hold on to everything. <laughs> Because this is just another one of this person's crazy cycle that they don't have access to enough energy to sustain what we want to do. So your body is just going to hold on to fat because again, that is more readily available to be used as energy than muscle is, right? It takes a lot more time to break down muscle. So fat storage is the thing that your body is going to store because if it wants survival, it needs enough energy to sustain as long as possible. So as you get older, you naturally have gone through more of these cycles. You naturally have built more resistance and resilience to these cycle, right? So naturally, when you go in a deficit, if you're in your 40s and your 50s, but you've your whole life, you've kind of been trying to lose weight, put it back on, lose it, put it back on, and your body just built resistance to it. That's one area. The other area, as you get older, right? And that's just, I'm going to put that as an assumption, but I know I'm, I'm right. Um, most people don't strength train, right? So as you get older, you get busy with life and career and other obligations. Most people stop exercising in terms of strength training. Potentially you do yoga and hiking and running. That's fine. Ultimately, it's never going to replace strength training. So how do you speed up your metabolism to be in an optimal position where you can eat a lot of food and lose some fat? having more muscle mass. Like we talked about, it requires a lot of energy to sustain muscle mass. And so if you have more muscle mass, therefore you can eat more and have a higher metabolism, which makes it easier for fat loss in the future. But most people don't strength train as they get older. So by eliminating strength training, you're reducing the, your ability basically to pack on some lean muscle. And also as you get older, the loss of lean muscle mass is normal. So not only are you not adding to it, your body is naturally losing more as you're getting older, right? Protein synthesis goes down um, versus, you know, when you're 20s and you're in your 30s. That's why a lot of top performing athletes are within that, you know, that, that age group. So understanding that, right? You're, you're naturally not building muscle. You're naturally losing some muscle mass. Therefore, slower metabolism on this side combined with the aspect that your body is resistant and resilient to fat loss through years of yo-yo dieting, right? And on top of that, add to the fact that your hormones are changing, right? That's that's another factor in there. So especially like we've coached a lot of women through pre-menopause, through menopause, and through post-menopause. Um, one thing I want to say, it doesn't make it impossible for you to lose fat, right? You can lose fat even pre- during or post menopause. If you're a man, same thing. You can lose weight into your older age. We just had Thor. Um, if you look at a few podcasts ago, 71 years old, lost like over 30 pounds, awesome transformation, right? We've seen that age is just a number when you do it well. And so how we do fat loss and how you trick your body into it, that's basically our whole process. That's basically what we do. So you have to go into a slower deficit from the start. I know it's not 
as sexy as like, yes, I dropped five pounds on the scale in the first week, but that's just setting you up for failure in the future, right? Understanding that your body will adjust to whatever initial deficit you create. If it's big, your body will adjust to it. And then where do you go from there? You have to cut even more food, right? Less food is coming in, not only less energy coming in, less vitamins and less minerals, right? Less energy for you to have on a day-to-day basis, less fiber, less different of, 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 of diversity for you to build your gut microbiome. So, you want to go slowly with your calorie deficit, right? Just because if it's too big of a jump, your body has, especially if you have years of video dieting, it's the equivalent of your body having like a red alert of like, oh shit, we're going back through this again. Shut down everything. Hold on to everything. We don't know how long this is going to last. So we have to create such small deficit that your body doesn't really notice that you're going into a deficit, right? It's the analogy of, um, you know, here's a story before, like the frog in the boiling water, right? You slowly increase the temperature of the water. And then the frog doesn't know that it's being cooked. Basically bad analogy for vegans, but that's the only one I have right now, but basically it's the same, right? As you turn up the, the water, the heat of the water slowly, you don't realize that it's getting hotter because your body is acclimatizing to the slight increases. Well, it's the same thing with your deficit. You want to go slowly. So it's not like too much where your body's, you know, sounding the alarm, but it's very little where your body's like, Oh, we need to make a little adjustment here, right? Let's just start getting rid of these fat energies because right now, like there's, you know, very tiny, less energy coming in versus shit, red alert, hold on to everything. So a big part that I see why it's harder for people that, you know, in, in, in their forties, fifties, sixties and seventies and their eighties to lose weight is you've just naturally had more time to go through this cycle of like, deficit, put the weight back on, deficit, put the weight back on, deficit, put the weight back on. And so the more often you go through that cycle, the more challenging it will be for you to lose fat, right? So that's why I'm trying to get, I'm trying to help as many people as possible. Cause if in the early stages, let's just do it right. So you don't have to go through that. You don't keep gaining and losing the same 20 pounds for the next 30 years. And if you're doing your forties and your fifties and your sixties, let's just do it right once and for all. So if you're a little bit older and you're listening to, to this, to this podcast, one thing I want you to know, it is possible. Now, the reality is that you're not going to lose weight like when you were 20 or 30, right? We just have to be upfront with this. All right. I'm not, we can complain about it, but complaining won't change anything. We have to deal with, we have to play with the cards that we've been dealt basically. And some of these cards we've dealt to ourselves by years of video dieting, right? I understand that it sucks, but at the end of the day, you have to play those cards, right? There's no other cards. You can't just be like, well, I want a brand new metabolism right now. That's not how it works. So, if this is where you're starting from, understand that we have to go into a slow deficit, include some strength training, start to build some lean muscle mass, speed up your metabolism that way. Basically trick your body into doing a fat loss without sounding the red alarm um, to basically hold on to everything. And it's possible because we've done it with over 100 members in their 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s, with a lot of people in their 20s and their 30s as well. But fat loss is possible at any age. We work with people with um, PCOS, with, with celiac, with IBS. We basically work with everyone unless they're specifically going through cancer at this current time. Um, Because if you're going through cancer, like the priority should not be, you know, necessarily fat loss. You have your treatments, it's really stressful on the body. So we work with a lot of members that, you know, have recovered from cancer and are looking to rebuild their body and their health after. Um, But yeah, basically, if you need help with your fat loss, that's what we're here for. That's what we do. I want to help people do it the right way, disease proof their body, build awesome habits. The other part I'm going to add to that if you're struggling with fat loss right now, 
I said there's two scenarios. One of them, people just wish that they had the ability to turn off their brain and emotion and follow the plan and be 100% on it. So let's just say you have 20 pounds to lose. On average, it takes about four months if you work with us, simply because we're going slower. We want to preserve muscle. We don't want to turn that alert in your body of like, hey, let's just hold on to everything. And we do about four months of, of reverse dieting where we speed up your metabolism post-transformation to ensure that the weight doesn't come back on. On average, we can add about 1,000 calories of food to your daily food intake by doing that. So- Let's just imagine we grab someone that that does the full eight months to make it a complete program and they're good to go after. If you have the ability to shut off your brain and emotion throughout those eight months, you're going to be really successful, right? You're going to stick to the plan 100% and see amazing transformation. But here's the downside of it. You have not practiced to deal with your emotions in the day-to-day stress or you haven't practiced the new habits that you need to build. It's basically like putting you into a different, um, just basically putting you in a perfect environment where everything is easy, all your meals are cooked for you and all you have to do is work out and putting you back into your real life, well, it's not going to do you any service because you don't know how to navigate the fact that you have work, meetings, date nights, time with your kids, time with your family, times with your friends, there's last minute projects, there's urgencies that are going to come up. How do you navigate those as you're going through trying to make healthier decisions for yourself in terms of training and nutrition, right? And so it's important to go through these, these, I just call them bumps in the road as you're going through your fat loss journey, because they are teaching you how to develop new habits that are suited, suited for your mindset and your life as you progress into this journey. So that once you're done, you know how to handle these situation. And it's always better to go through stressful times with a coach here that can guide you. That is not emo- as emotionally involved as you are in this scenario AKA you have a stressful day at work. You're trying to justify to yourself. You can have a pizza at night, but ultimately, you know, you know, you don't deserve a pizza, but you'll, you'll tell yourself whatever is needed for you to convince yourself while having a conversation with your coach of like, Hey, this is a scenario. Here's an alternative for you that you can potentially eat for today. Or honestly, just talking about it, the coach would make the world of a difference and you not making this decision, right? That's what we're here for. And so because we're emotionally removed from the process, we can help guide you in the right direction and for you to see and start to have awareness of like, when I have stressful days at work, when I have an argument with my partner, here's how I normally answer. Here's how I'm going to choose to answer. So instead of being reactive, you're becoming responsive, right? And that's that's what makes the world of a difference. So um, if your fat loss is more challenging, better for you. You have more opportunities to learn and to become better. And if you don't learn these lessons, you're always going to struggle with your weight, right? You can see, you can go after all the quick fad diets that you see online, right? Lose 20 pounds in a month, do this juicing thing, do this thing to speed up your metabolism. Ultimately, none of them work. They're just, they're just quick fat loss schemes. So trying to steal you out of like 50, 20 or like a hundred bucks. And ultimately, you know, potentially you're going to lose some weight, but you put all the weight back on because what's sustainable about that? You haven't developed the healthy habits and the right mindset to sustain that after. So as much as it's a short-term pleasure, you're doing yourself a disservice in the long run. All right. And so that's what I want my invitation to you is if you want to set yourself up for success in the long run, where you want to build discipline, where you want to build healthy habits, going to last for a lifetime, going to learn how to properly fuel yourself on a whole food plant-based diet so that you are educated as to how to fuel yourself and therefore bring that forth to your family, to your friends or to your future family. You want to learn how to exercise properly, go through transformational process where you are supported through these life challenges. My only ask for you is that you have the willingness to go through this, 
right? I can't do the push-ups in a squat for you. I can't cook the food for you, right? I can't force you to eat the food. And that's what we create the plan for you. We're there to work on your mindset. And so if you have the willingness and the desire to want to improve, then I want to invite you to do, there's a link down below in the show notes where you can book your free consultation call with me. Call it a breakthrough coaching call because we want to break through what is the thing that's limiting you from ultimately getting to where you want to. We're going to build a game plan and see if we'd be a good fit to work together, right? And the call is absolutely free. So you can book your link down below. And I'll say massive thank you for listening to this episode. Hopefully it was useful and it kind of helped frame um, your fat loss journey, depending on where you're at in your fat loss journey, right? Depending on your, your age, age range and what your previous experience with, with dieting is. So hopefully it was helpful. If you have any questions for me, again, the link down below is there, or you can feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.